0: It's a beautiful day. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bible in Acts chapter 11 verse 26. I'm going to be talking about something greater than religion. That's my theme. Something greater than religion. Glory to God. Something greater than religion. Hallelujah. Are we in mean, Acts chapter, Acts chapter 11 verse 26? He says, And when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people. And the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He says the disciples who were called first Christians fast, sorry, in, uh, in, uh, Antioch. Hallelujah. Uh, Christianity, Christianity is not a religion. Hallelujah. Just like I've told you before, Christianity is not a religion. However much you'll find many of the Christians are the ones that are advocating for for Christianity as a religion, praise the Lord. You find many of them are, are, are busy advertising Christianity as one of the greatest religions. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Are we together? But guess what? Christianity is not a religion. Are you with me? What is religion? Religion is man's work toward God. Hallelujah. That is man. Walking to connect with God. Man walking, searching for appeasing, to appease God. Praise the Lord. It's man reaching to God. Hallelujah. That is religion. And Christianity is not a religion. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Religion is man trying to be right, to walk right, to be happy. Christianity is not a religion. Religion is man trying to appease God. Man trying to walk right with God. Man working toward God. Are you with me? While Christianity is God working in man. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. While religion is man working toward God. Christianity is God working in man and through man to reach other men. Praise the Lord. That is Christianity. Uh, Religion is man trying to reach God. Hallelujah. Why, when we talk about Christianity, we're not talking about something where it's uh, God the other side and us the other side. It is God at home in man. Reaching out to the world. Praise the Lord. That is Christianity in essence. Glory to God. Christianity is a call to oneness with divinity. Hallelujah. Christianity is a call to oneness with divinity. Colossians chapter 1. We read Colossians chapter 1. Verse 26 to 27 in the Message Bible. Are you there? That is from 26 to 27. It says, This ministry has been kept in the dark for a long time. But now it's out in the open. God wanted everyone, not just Jews, to know this rich and glorious secret inside and out, regardless of their background, regardless of their religious standing. The mystery in an action is just this. Christ is in you. Praise the Lord. So therefore, you can look, look forward to sharing God's glory. Hallelujah. It's that simple. Amen. That is it. It's that simple. Christ is in you now. Praise the Lord. So you can look forward to sharing God's glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Not sharing just in God's glory, but sharing God's glory. Hallelujah. Why? Because Christianity, it is way beyond Man's work toward God. Man trying to be right, to walk right, to work for. No. Praise the Lord. You see the difference between the New Testament sense and the Old Testament sense is this. The Old Testament sense were working for God. Are you with me? They were working for God. New Testament sense. God works in the men. That's a very huge difference. Working for God and God working in you is different. Are you with me? Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. They, we were serving God. With us, we are not just serving God. God is serving through us. That's something big. Something to shout about. Praise the Lord Jesus. I'm telling you it is. You see, if you sit and meditate on the wonders of this mystery, praise the Lord, meditate on just the fact that God has come home in you. That God now has come to have His home in you. That is big. Praise the Lord. It changes everything. It does. It changes everything. Why? Because you see, it brings you from a place of weakness, from a place of misery, from a place of penury. praise the Lord, into a place of kingship, where you reign with Christ in God. Are we together? Why? because God has come home in you. And that's what Christianity is about. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. You see, uh, uh Christianity is this vital union with God. Vital union with God. We are united with Him under one spirit with Him. First Corinthians chapter six, verse seventeen. Praise the Lord. So if is joined to the Lord, is one spirit with Him. We are united, vitally united. Praise the Lord. We are not just connected with God. We have become one divine creation. One divine being with Him. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what Christianity is about. That's what Christianity is about. Amen. We have come in oneness with God. Jesus prays in in John 17 while praying for us, for the church. He says, I pray that they may be one. As we are one. That the world may know that you have loved them even as you have loved me. And then he speaks something. He says that I in them, you in me, and then that we might be perfected in who? In one. God is in Christ. Christ is in you. You are in Christ. Think about that kind of mixture. Are you with me? It's like getting getting sugar and put it in tea and then stir. What happens after? Can you locate the sugar? The water and the sugar have become one thing. That's what has happened with us. It is, we are united with Him. Now, how is this possible? It's what the gospel is about. Praise the Lord. The gospel is the the, the unfolding of God's greatest love. Are we together? We are revealing the working of God in his church. The working of God. Where God was in Christ. The Bible says in Second Corinthians chapter 5. He says that God was in Christ. Reconciling the world to himself. Not imputing men's trespasses against them. And he has committed to us. The ministry of reconciliation. Now God was in Christ doing something. Bringing men to peace with him which peace, that vital union where we are united and become one divine creature. Are we together? This is what it's about. And this is what makes the difference. It makes us different from any other being in the universe. Different! Let me tell you something. We might look like human. Talk and even walk or dress like Them. But we're not. Christianity is not man trying to appease God. Christianity is God in man. Christianity is the very pulsating life. Are we together? Pulsating life of God. Flowing through every fiber of man's being. Every cell of his blood. Every bone of his body. Are we together? That's Christianity. It is we have united with him. Are we together? That's why the Bible tells us, "Put on Christ." Are we together? After us being united with him in one in in spirit, we are now. Let's open Ephesians chapter five, verse thirty. Ephesians five, verse thirty. Think about it. He says, you are members. We are members of His body, of His bones, and of His flesh. Are we together? What does that mean? It means right now, you have become... Think about it. Think about that kind of union. Amen? You are one with Him. Praise the Lord. You are a part of His body. A part of His bones. A part of his flesh. Are we together? You are members. Members meaning parts. You get it? You are part of his body, of his bones, and of his flesh. Now, that is big. Are we together? Because if while you were here saying, yeah, you know, think one part of me is connected with God and another is not. He's telling you, you are not just, you are my body. You are my bones. You are my flesh. Interesting. That is something to shout about, my dear. It is so big. Do you know who is talking you need to know who is talking, so that you know how big this is. Because if you are connected and you don't know who you are connected with, you would take things lightly. Because you are thinking, you know. Yeah. Because if you are connected to a poor man, you can't be proud of the what? The relationship. All they are looking for, you know, it's pulling from you, pulling from you. So you can't even be bold enough to Stand and give witness before people. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Why? Because you know, if you introduce this poor man to some other people, might give you a a, a bad name. Are you with me? Are you getting this? But you see, if you are connected with a big, big man, praise the Lord, would you be Quiet about it. I know you are humble. <laughs> but I'm humble, I will not say nothing about it. Well, it does matter. Do you know why the? Do you know the reason why people, when they introduce themselves, many times you put the title on CEO. Of A and B companies. Because CEO gives you a bigger place. So those that hear you are like... eh? And man loves those things. Why? Because man was born to reign. So anything that causes you to feel like it, you will embrace it. (laughs) Praise the Lord. But think about it. You are united with God. Praise the Lord. Okay, I remember I'm talking to the virtual church, so there's no screaming. It's understandable. (laughs) Because if you're in the virtual church, I might not see you (laughs) having a praise party, so I will assume that you are doing it. But this is something to shout about. Years ago, years ago, I read a message called Something to Shout About. No, 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 no. It wasn't called Something to Shout About, sorry. But uh, 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 a dear man of God. My father has a video called Something to Shout About. It's a compilation of the classic teachings of my father. Powerful. It changed my life for good. But I was reading Kenneth Hagen's material somewhere and he spoke about something to shout about. He says men gather up in fields to shout about football. But what is football? It's simply air put in a tube and you get mature men and they begin to play with air. Are <laughs> we together? While other people have painted their faces, Imagine you are painting face to air, this air. Are you with me? Someone simply got this, which you are breathing in day and night without even appreciating it. It's not a thing. But because someone has shown you something, they have gotten this air and put it in a tube. And then other big men begin to play with air. And what happens? Screaming. They bring in whatever. They are shouting. Ah, ah, ah. People go crazy. You find them even others have got accidents because they are going to to support the mature men playing with air. And we have mess- <laughs> I'm telling you there is no hope in the world. Serious. We have nations <laughs> gather up the best team to go and compete with another team in playing with air. Are you with me? And people families will break up because of World Cup. Can you imagine it is a cup? <laughs> <laughs> World Cup. And, eh, wow, this country, eh, 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 eh. Air. And after you shouting, 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 it does not make air life. It is still air in a tube. And we have some skilled men that can play with that air. And they are paid heavily <laughs> for playing with air. Seriously, think about it. If someone can play with air, and they are paid much, how much more you? Who is having like? Are you with me? Think about it. Someone is, it's it's just air and. But the matters we are dealing with, my dear, it has to do with eternal life. Are you with me? Eternal life. Eternal life. We're dealing with eternal varieties. We're dealing with truths that hold God in them. If a man can shout and dance for emptiness, what about us that are dealing with real substance? Let me tell you something. The gospel is something to shout about. That's where I got it and I began dancing and I began shouting and I began celebrating the word because I discovered the word is something to shout about. Think about it. This message that you're hearing has the ability to qualify you for eternal inheritance has the ability to open you up and put you on top in life. This is the real thing. I began shouting about the message. I began dancing about it. But because I discovered this is something real. are we together. It's something real. Something real. Something to shout about. God has come home in me. Praise the Lord Jesus. God has come home in me. God has come to have His abode in me. God now lives. I have become God's headquarters now. God's operation center. Think about it. God has come home in me. I have become His living sanctuary. I remember we used to sing a song. Lord prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living, is it a living? Yes. Sanctuary for you. That is for an unbeliever. If you have received Jesus, it's not preparing you to be. You are the house of God. Are you with me? You are the very sanctuary of God. He says, don't you know, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 16, He says, know you know that you are the temple of God. Know you know that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of the living God now lives in you. Don't you know now I learned that, and no longer sang that. Now we, sang, we sing, "You have made me a sanctuary, pure and holy, because that's who you are, tried and true." With your spirit, I am a living Sanctuary for you. Christianity is not going to attain promises. Christianity is living in the fulfillment. Did you hear that? Christianity is not marching towards the accomplishment, the fulfillment of promises. No. Christianity is living in the fulfillment, in the promise that were fulfilled. There are no promises for you. Did you hear what I say? There are no promises for you. In the New Testament, we do not have promises anymore. Why? Because we have, Christ was the fulfillment. Are we together? So in Christ Jesus, we have come where things were fulfilled. By His sacrificial work on the cross, He did everything, accomplished everything, and then now calls us into the finished work. Are we together? So Christianity is living In the finished work. It's not talking about the finished work. It is living in the finished work. I've heard and I've seen many people that have been, uh, um, they have uh, preached the finished work, talked about it, studied it, but they didn't live it. You have not been called to talk about it. You are being called into the finished work. Are we together? Now we are in that which Jesus finished. God finished through Jesus Christ. Are we together? And learned something. You see, Jesus died. He came. He died. He was buried. He went to hell. He defeated the devil and rose again. Are you with me? That is the work he did. Now, in Christianity, we're not just looking at, yeah, Jesus came. Jesus died. Are we together? We are in what his resurrection meant. There is a life after death. And that's where Christianity begins from. It is after death. We have passed from death into life. Now, this life is the very life of God in us. This is where we are. Are we together? Sin, sin, sin was nailed at the cross. Are you with me? The sinful man died with Jesus on the cross. Did you hear me? When Jesus went into hell, he went into hell not as a righteous man, but he went into hell in your place as a sinful man. Went first the devil and defeated the devil. The rising up from the dead is not the same man that went into hell. The one that came out was born from death. Did you hear? The Bible says that He died for our iniquities. He raised up not for our forgiveness. He raised up for our justification. Are you with me? His death was for your sins. His resurrection was justification. Understand something. There's a difference between forgiveness and justification. A forgiven man has been uh, given another chance. Are you with me? But they did wrong, They whatever. But whatever they have done, they have had mercy on them. A justified man is one that has never sinned. They cannot. A person who is forgiven has been pardoned. Do you understand? A justified man has not been pardoned. Christianity. A Christian has not been forgiven. You're not the forgiven. No. You are the justified. What does justify mean? It means just as if you never did it because you didn't. They cannot say in the court of law and they say you're justified. And it has anything to do with what. You know, the, 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 that they say you are justified, yet you did something. Yet the proof shown shows that you did something and what? No. Justification means you are not guilty. Not guilty of what? Of whatever was you were accused with. Or of. Did you hear me? They say you are not guilty. That means you are innocent. Whatever was being Put on you. You have nothing to do with it. You are an innocent man. Are we together. Now that's what it means. Christianity is we are the righteousness of God. When Jesus rose from the dead, he didn't rise up as a forgiven man. He raised up as a new creature. Born after death. And listen to me, child of God. You are not born after the Jesus on the cross. You are born after the resurrected Christ. Resurrected Christ. The man who was, the the Bible says, he is the firstborn from among the dead. Jesus became the firstborn of all those that have found life, that are living from the dead. He was begotten from death. Are you with me? Hallelujah. So a Christian is no one that is connected with the past. A Christian is one that has been begotten from God, from life itself. We have no known sin. You see, this is the reason why personally I don't usually teach sin. But because the thing is this, I know, you see, any good, you know, the message and they, all this and this and this, is trying to connect, to communicate to you, to help your consciousness. Are we together? So that it can cleanse your consciousness from sin consciousness. Are you with me? From shortcomings and all condemnation that come with it. That's the reason why we tell you, they tell you uh what Jesus did how is death for sin and then resurrection, you know, you became justified and all this and this and this. But the truth is this. The truth is this. There is no child of God that is connected with sin. Praise the Lord. And if you can only understand that you are born after God, after God, you are born from righteousness itself. Righteousness gave birth to you. You'll be too high for sin. Are you with me? Now these things of, uh, I'm trying to overcome something, I'm trying to defeat something, I'm trying to uh, deal with this thing and deal with that will end will end. Why? Because you have adopted the very consciousness of righteousness. The Bible says sin shall not lord it over you anymore. Why? Because you are not under the law.